Spirituality creates influence in the church, but success gives you greater influence in the marketplace. And make no mistake about it, the marketplace is the primary concern for the expansion of the kingdom. Welcome to 83K Nation. Dr. Keith Johnson here, your Christian success strategist. This show is all about empowering you with the strategies, skills, tactics, and tools to help you reach your next personal, professional, and financial summits to increase your influence, impact, and income fast. In the next five years, there is expected to be 40% more millionaires worldwide. The question is, why should the majority of those be kingdom people? The bigger question you should be asking yourself, why not you? Hi, I'm Dr. Keith Johnson. Thank you for joining us. I'm so excited to welcome you to our very first 83K Nation show. Hey, when I was 35 years old, I had big dreams, but I found myself in a major financial crisis. I was $180,000 in credit card debt. I had no money in the bank and I was living in my mother-in-law's house. When things weren't working well for me, I had an epiphany and I gained the confidence to ask myself a very important question. What if everything I believed about God and money was wrong? Hmm. For 10 years, I listened to all the theologians and television preachers talk about money. They taught me how to be a professional giver, but never taught me how to be a professional multiplier of the money God gave me. See, like you, I was taught to give it. I wasn't taught how to earn it, keep it, and most importantly, how to multiply it. While some preachers were saying you could give your way to prosperity, I do believe that's true. However, I realized the opposite is also true. You could give your way to poverty. Why? Because you can give 10% away or even more, but if you don't know how to multiply the 90% you keep, you will struggle and stay broke. That's why I focus my teachings on how to multiply the 90%. So I started my financial journey by studying everything I could get my hands on about money from successful people who made $100 million plus and billionaires. Not millionaires. They are afraid once they hit their first million. Not pastors. If you learn from a pastor who only makes 70K per year, you're gonna stay stuck. It's unfair to expect a pastor to teach you. His job is really to teach you about spiritual things. When I focus my study on millionaires and billionaires, 
That's when I discovered that almost all my financial belief systems, strategies, and tactics were mostly wrong and some just outdated. You see, I had to unlearn what I had been taught from my parents, teachers, and preachers and embrace a new way of thinking. I asked people in meetings, how many of you come to learn something? And of course, everybody lifts their hands. Well, the real issue is, how many of you came to unlearn? See, I had to go through the unlearning process myself. Why? Truths and right belief systems that are contrary to your subconscious mind or heart are automatically rejected and not acted upon. Think about this. When the Holy Spirit wants to change your life, He must first offend your mind. So the mind hears a teaching on a new way of thinking and may agree and say, yes, however, the heart or the subconscious says no and disagrees. And guess what? The mind may say yes, but the heart will always trump the mind. 80% of our behaviors come from our heart or our subconscious. So if we don't change our subconscious, if we don't unlearn some things, guess what? We'll repeat the same bad behaviors and get the same bad results. So after my unlearning experience, in just three short years, my financial condition started to change fast. I went from $180,000 in credit card debt to none. I went from having no money in the bank to building a multi-million dollar expert empire. I went from living in my mother-in-law's house to buying a house of my dreams. Today, I paid cash to live in my dream house overlooking the Gulf of Mexico. I believe every Christian has a spiritual and moral obligation to become successful and financially wealthy. Why? Because of this word, influence. We talk about the word influence. We talk about the word becoming an influencer. But the big question that we have to ask ourselves is where do we want to influence? Inside the church? or outside the church in the marketplace. You see, my book that I wrote, Financial Fast Track, How to Experience Abundance, Accelerate Results, and Eliminate Bad Debt. By the way, just for listening to my first 83K Nation show, I wanna give you a free copy. Just go to financialfasttrack.com. But in the book, I say, your spirituality gains you influence in the church. So in the church, the most spiritual person becomes influential. However, it's your success that gains you influence and impact in the marketplace. Dr. J here. For 31 years, I've been recording how people from all walks of life started with nothing, often less than nothing, 
and became self-made millionaires. This research was organized into a simple formula that takes an hour a day for 11 days to complete. Not only was this what helped me eliminate $180,000 of credit card debt while building the life of my dreams, but I'm so confident that this will work for you that I've done something special. I'm giving you a free access to the Financial Fast Track Formula. While this is a $1,200 program, if you can say at the end of your experience that you now have the blueprint to drastically increase your income, you can keep the program for only $97 instead of the original $1,200 price tag. If not, simply cancel on day 12, no questions asked. Plus, you can keep the materials. Just my way of saying thank you for giving it a shot. Obviously, I can't offer this special for long. So make sure you go to 83knation.com formula and get on the fast track to skyrocketing your income today. One of the most overlooked evangelism tools is this one word called success. Nobody wants to hear Harry the hobo and what he has to say about life, success, and money. Not even what he thinks about God. You see, my friend, Ecclesiastes 9 verses 13 through 16 says, This wisdom I have seen under the sun and it seems great to me. There is a little city with a few men in it, and a great king came against it, besieged it, and built great snares around it. Now there was found in it a poor, wise man, and he by his wisdom delivered the city. Yet no one remembered that same poor man. Then I said, Wisdom is better than strength. Nonetheless, the poor man's wisdom is despised and his words are not heard. Wow. Did you hear that? In this city was a wise, poor man who had the wisdom. And yet, what does the Scripture say? The Scripture says, that his voice was not heard. That means he had no influence. And it also teaches us that he was not remembered. The only thing we know about this man was he was a poor, wise man. We don't know what his name was. Was his name Bob? Was his name Tim? Was his name Paul? So what do we learn from this scripture? That if you remain poor... Nobody wants to listen to you. And that's exactly where I think the church is today. We have the wisdom to help solve the problems of the earth. But the world doesn't want to listen. I want you to think about this. I want you to think about a few people on the earth who have a lot of influence. Hmm. When I think of people who have influence, I think of Oprah. I think of Elon Musk. I think of like Donald Trump. 
I think of maybe like a man of T.D. Jakes. Now, what do all these people have in common? One word. They are all successful. And because they're all successful, they all have influence. Let's just take Oprah Winfrey, for instance. If she holds up your book, <laughs> this is the book of the month, you instantly will sell millions of copies of your book. Ladies and gentlemen, success in the marketplace, not your spirituality, your success gains you influence. You know what? It's interesting when you study Jesus' evangelism strategy. You see, many of us know about Jesus' healing miracles. Most people realize that one of his strategies to winning the lost was to heal the sick. And healing the sick was what drew many people to his movement. A lot of people don't realize that Jesus also had prosperity miracles. Yes, few people realize that one of the strategies that Jesus used was prosperity to draw business owners to himself like Peter, Andrew, James, and John. Remember, one of the first private miracles of Jesus' ministry was when he found Peter, who had fished all night long, he said, and he caught nothing. And remember, Jesus got in the boat and performed the miracle of the abundance of fishes. Interesting, isn't it? One of the first miracles, which was private. Now, his public, first public miracle was the wedding at Canaan. But his private one was to a bunch of entrepreneurs and he, per, and he performed a prosperity miracle. Think about this. In their day, fish equaled money. Fish was the symbol of prosperity. Now at the wedding of Canaan, it was also what? A provision miracle. They were out of wine. They drank it all. And his first public miracle, they gathered six pots, a total of 150 gallons. And it's interesting because he turned that water into wine. And even one man claimed it was the best wine. Wow. I did the numbers on that. And even just an average cost of wine, that means that miracle was a $37 million miracle. Wow. You see, Jesus used prosperity or money or provision to get the attention of these entrepreneurs so then they would hear the message. Now I want to challenge you in this broadcast. You know, Credit Susie's said that in the next five years, there is expected to be 40% more millionaires worldwide. Wow. 
The next five years, think about that. There's going to be 40% more. The question is, why shouldn't the majority of those be kingdom people? The bigger question you should be asking yourself is this. Why not you? You're going to discover today, it's not even why not you, it must become you if you're going to live any kind of future in your older age. The day that changed my life was the day when a multimillionaire said, Keith, have you set a goal to become a millionaire? I thought, oh, what? What? And I thought, why should I do that? And here's what he said. He said, Keith, set a goal to become a millionaire. Not for the money or the possessions, but for the person you will have to become to achieve such a lofty goal. Well, I want that to really sink into your mind and into your spirit. Set a goal to become a millionaire, not for the possessions or for the money, but for the person you will have to become to set such a lofty goal. And he said to me, he said, Keith, the person you are right now is not the person that could achieve such a goal. He challenged me that day. I want you to hear me. Challenges make champions. Champions say, give me a challenge. Once I was challenged, I was forced to make a decision. I call it the four R's of challenge. Number one, I could run from the challenge. I could be afraid and just run away. Kind of like Jonah, right? The Jonah complex. He was challenged to go to Nineveh. But he turned and he went the opposite way and he ran from his assignment, his destiny. Number two, you can resist. Oh yeah, you could say, oh, I don't know if I believe in all this and I don't know, and, uh, but I, 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 I'm not totally closed off. You can resist and you can go kicking and screaming and say, I don't know about this guy. Or the third decision is rise. The third R. You could rise and take the challenge to become God's next millionaire. Most importantly, to become the person that God wants you to become. The question I have for you today, will you rise to the challenge? Or will you resist? Or will you be a big chicken and run from the challenge? Here's what I know. God made you a king. And if the kings don't rise, the kingdom will suffer from a lack of influence and income 
for true kingdom expansion and for what God wants to do in the earth. Now, it's time for you to make a commitment. Yes, I want you to make a commitment to becoming a millionaire. What's the difference between the rich and the poor? The rich made a decision to become rich and the poor never make that decision. I want you to go make that decision by going to 83knation.com. There you'll find an icon that said, I have decided to become a millionaire, a decamillionaire, and some of you need to commit to $100 million. I want you to click that link. And when you make that decision, I'm going to give you a free gift. I'm going to give you access to my 83K society. I'm going to give you a free trial. So I want you to go there right now to 83knation.com. Because a commitment must be made. A decision must be made. I made that decision over 20 years ago. And it's not by accident I'm where I'm at today. Hey, please do me a favor. If you believe that success is a spiritual and moral obligation, I want you to take a quick moment. Subscribe so you don't miss this. Like and share with your followers. More importantly, if you're listening by podcast, subscribe, rate, and write a review to help us reach more listeners. This is Dr. J reminding you that your number one evangelism tool is success. Until next time, Godspeed.